This is the Limo Show 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 Show. In this video, we're going to talk about how to pull girls consistently every time you go out. So every time you go to a nightclub, every time you go to a bar, to a venue, we're going to cover exactly how to conduct your night to pull girls consistently. So it's mainly going to be nighttime, okay, not daytime. And this is something that I've personally deeply studied. I've personally experienced a lot of wins with this as I've been going out for a long time now. And I really love the nightlife. I really love going out. I really love the clubbing scene. Um, many, many times I've I thought about opening a nightclub. Uh, might open a nightclub in the future, but I love the nightlife. And this is something that I've done over and over and over and over again. I've been on multiple boot camps with multiple mentors uh, of mine, uh, mentors who come from the States or from other parts of the world. And so I know this very, very deeply. Now, I'm not gonna be able to share all my secrets in this video, but I'm gonna share with you some of the most important points. Now, there's three ways to get dates and three ways to get success with women, right? Either you're gonna cold approach them in real life, so during daytime or nighttime. We're gonna cover nighttime the, like today. Uh, the second way is online, so with Instagram, with dating apps and all of that. And the third way is with your social circle, with the people you know, like through your friends, through female friends, through um, party invites, you know, if you're invited to a party or something you can also stumble into some girls there. But there's only three ways you're gonna meet women. And those are the three ways. Now, today we're gonna to cover the system to pull women home from nighttime venues. So you approaching a woman in a nightclub, in a bar, at a party, in a lounge, and you being able to either pull her, so bring her home after you guys meet, or get her phone number. Those are the two outcomes, by the way. Whenever you meet a girl, in a nightclub, either you're gonna get rejected, game over, or if you don't get rejected and she actually likes you, either you're gonna pull her, you're gonna have sex with her same night probably, or phone number, phone number, uh, Instagram, I mean contact, contact close basically. You get her contact and then you set up a date another time. Now in my opinion, I truly believe that most of the time you don't wanna settle for a phone number. It's always better to pull her if you can because uh, a lot of guys, they settle for a phone number when they could have pulled if they were a bit more persistent, if they were a bit more um, leading, you know, more assertive, uh, if they moved her around more, if they architected an after party with her. So anyway, uh, we're going to cover the nightclub seduction system today and, and you'll see. But I've successfully replicated this approach myself and with numerous clients during my boot camps, during my programs. And I've witnessed complete beginners, including those with little to no experience with women, even virgins, like guys who really like suck with women initially, uh, achieve remarkable results with uh, those systems. Now, as I said, I'm not gonna share everything here because we don't have too much time and it would take me hours to explain uh, the whole thing. Now, if you follow these steps that I'm gonna show you, you're gonna be able to attract beautiful women every time you go out and get results if you actually put yourself out there. Now, the challenging part is actually implementing the steps because some people 
have the information, but they're not actually doing it. And of course, initially, you're going to face some difficulties, you're going to face some challenges, you're going to sometimes get lazy, but by optimizing and committing yourself to learning, by optimizing your, your, your learning and by actually practicing what you learn, uh, you're going to reach a point where you can consistently attract beautiful women every time you go out. Now, I want to talk about something. Nightclubs are very tricky places, okay? Nightclubs are very effective at weeding out the beta males. It's a triage mechanism. It is an environment that is specifically made to weed out low status men. It is specifically made to stratify people based on how much money you have, based on the connections you have, based on all of these things, okay? Now, for the men who do not have strong voices and strong postures, well, they're gonna play a lot of loud music to disorient you. Your, your weak voice cannot get over that loud music. Your, your weak body cannot impose itself into the dance floor, right? And, and there's, there's gonna be a lot of things that are gonna weed out the beta males. Now, a beta guy, a guy who's a bit of a chump, uh, he's gonna say things like, oh, do you know, ju just let me stay home, let me do day game, you know, nightclubs are too loud, nightclubs aren't for me. Oh, and I don't drink, so I don't wanna go to nightclubs because that's a toxic environment, I don't drink, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, okay? You can go to nightclubs and not drink. I, I've, you know, every time I go to nightclubs, most of the time I don't drink. Like, I just take orange juice, sparkling water, that's it. And yeah, I might get grab a drink sometimes with a girl, but it's it's pretty rare. Or if I take a table with some of my friends, um, yeah, I might get a few drinks, but most of the time I'm not drinking. So forget the excuse of like, oh, I don't drink. And in terms of the loudness, well, that's your problem. You have to learn how to protect your voice. That, that's your fucking problem. Learn how to communicate better. Learn how to be more imposing when you speak. And you're going to have a lot more success. Now, for the men who do not have social and financial resources, as I said, they're going to stratify you based on how much money you have, how you dress. You know, those VIP sections are not made uh, for, for nothing. You know, th those VIP sections are made to stratify people. And based on how much money you can spend, it's going to give you the best real estate in the club. You know, a table is only real estate. A table is real estate in the club. If you don't have a table, you don't, you don't own a piece of the land. And so you're going to be with the peasants uh, on the dance floor. You're not going to have anywhere to sit and you're not going to have anywhere to bring the girls to, which is fine. I've pulled hundreds of girls without fucking tables. Okay. Actually, sometimes a table is not the best choice in some venues. Sometimes it's actually better to stay without a table and just talk to girls while you're walking. Sometimes it's not worth it at all. But with some venues, if you don't have a table, it's going to be very tricky to pull the other girls, I mean the hottest girls, because you have competition, you have other guys, uh, and obviously, as you know, women are very hypergamous. Uh, they're looking for the best option. So if you don't have a table, if you're not very compelling, if you show that you don't have a lot of social and financial resources compared to another guy, obviously most of the time they're gonna go with the other guy who, who do have, like, who does have the, the social resources, the financial resources, etc. Now, if you never go to nightclubs because you feel like it's an intimidating environment, I want you to give yourself permission. I want you to try again. I want you to reconsider this belief. And at the beginning, it's normal to feel this imposter syndrome if you're not used to going there. You might feel like you don't belong there. You might feel um, this, this feeling of inadequacy. Uh, I've had this issue with especially older guy 
Um, I've been um, on boot camps with guys who are like 50, 60, and sometimes we go to a nightclub and the girls are like 18, 20, 22, 25, uh, and they feel a bit inadequate there because of their age. It happens, it happens. But if you're a guy who's like 20, 30, 40, whatever, uh, it's fine, man, it's fine. Uh, it's all in your head. And if your age is a problem for you, then sure as hell is gonna be a problem for her. But if, if your age is not a problem for you, then it's probably not gonna be a problem for her, whatever you feel she feels. If you feel inadequate, she's gonna feel inadequate as well. Now to achieve success with this, you have to approach this with the right mindset. You have to do whatever it takes, you have to take action, and I don't know what your goal is if you're watching this, whether it's uh, to find a girlfriend, whether it's to have multiple options. Uh, it doesn't matter what your goal is. Half-hearted efforts will lead to mediocre results. You have to put in the work, man. If you want to get good at this, it's going to take you multiple nights out, at least like 10, 15, 20, 30 nights out of you talking to a lot of women, getting comfortable in that environment and conducting your night the right way. You know, you have to internalize those practices. Now, it's important to note that this approach is more applicable to nighttime environments, such as bars and clubs, rather than daytime. Like, it's not really for you approaching at, at a mall or in the street or at the gym. It's different, okay? So, let's get into it. Now, the night starts when you leave your house. The night doesn't start when you enter a venue or when you enter the club. Okay, so as soon as you turn your key and you close the door and you leave your house, that's when the night starts. So if you see a girl on the elevator, if you, if you live in a building, or if you see a girl in the street, or if you see a girl on your way there, start. Start by approaching, start by engaging with people. Say hi to people, compliment people on your way. Bring that social state up as you move towards the venue. The earlier you start building that talkative state on your way there, the better. Start as soon as you can, talk to people, engage with people, bring that social state up, okay? Now, when you arrive at the venue, don't wait for women to make a move. Women are rarely the initiators, you have to initiate. Now, technically, they do drop some hints sometimes to initiate things, so they're gonna glance at you, they're gonna smile, maybe they're gonna position themselves a certain way, uh, but don't wait for their hints. You know, like it's good if she gives you a hint, but don't wait for it. Even if she doesn't give you a hint, if you like a girl, just initiate. Now, when you go out, the girls you interact with will fall into three categories. You're going to have the yes girls, you're going to have the maybe girls, and you're going to have the no thank you girls. Now, you should always focus on the yes girls. Whenever I meet women, I don't try to convince no girls to like me. I don't try to convince even maybe girls to like me. You know, your focus should be on identifying the yes girls that are on from the get-go. That way you can maximize those interactions. So if you encounter women who are attracted to your type, who are already hooked uh, from the moment you speak to them, you should prioritize these interactions. It's crucial not to waste time on no girls or maybe girls uh, because you're going to waste time. Like better pick the right candidates from the get-go. Now, let's talk about the structure of the night first. So you have to understand that universally, there is an overall pattern to how people go out. And it's important to be aware of this dynamic so that you can understand what to do at each stage of the night, at each part of the night. There's a structure to it. And this will also change based on the city you're in, based on the night of the week, based on the area in which you're going out. This can change based on that. 
But there are usually three main parts of the night. Whenever you go out for a full night out, there's three parts of the night. So there's three parts of the night. There's the beginning, the first part of the night. There's kind of the middle, uh, the second part of the night. And then there's the end of the night. That's what I call the third part of the night. Now, for example, I lived in Montreal for five years. I studied there. I went to some of the best business schools in Canada, in Montreal. And clubs in Montreal, they close pretty early. They close like at 3 a.m., sometimes 2.30. Um, so it's pretty early compared to Europe. So the first part of the night is actually sooner because the clubs close earlier. So the first part of the night would be from 10 p.m. to midnight. Then the second part of the night would be from let's say midnight to 2 a.m. And then the third part of the night would be from 2 a.m. onwards, okay? Now, for example, in Paris, which is also a city I've lived in for a while, I was born in Paris, I lived many, many years in Paris. And so in Paris, for example, the clubs close a lot later. Uh, the clubs close around 5, 6 a.m. So it's not like Montreal. Montreal is like 3 a.m. Paris is like 5, 6 a.m. And actually, most of the time in Europe, it's, it's 5, 6 a.m. So because of that, you know, the first part of the night is a lot later in Paris. In Paris, the first part of the night would be from midnight to 2 a.m. The second part of the night would be from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. And then the third part of the night would be from 4 a.m. till the end. Okay, so there's differences. Now, depending on which part of the night you find yourself in, there are some actions you need to take, different actions you need to take. And so, for example, during the first part of the night, people are usually more logical. People are usually, um, they, they didn't drink too much yet, so they're still a bit more stifled. Um, and they, they're just, you know, drinking a bit so that they can let loose. Uh, it's just getting started, so there's not a lot of people yet. Uh, even the DJ and the music is a bit more relaxed. It's not like the, the peak moment of the night yet, you see, you see what I mean? So even the music and the vibe of the whole club is a bit like, it's, it's a bit chill, it's, it's chill, right? People are just starting out, people are just like arriving at their tables, people are just like pouring a few drinks, etc. So what you need to do at that stage, you know, in this part of the night is you want to work the venue a little bit. You want to get familiar with the venue, so move around the venue, Start talking with different people, if you encounter some people, get into the zone, let go of expectations, build your own fun. If you have friends, if you have people around, build your own fun, have, crack some jokes with them, build your fun, let loose, grab a drink if you want to grab a drink, uh, it doesn't have to be an alcoholic drink, and start focusing on taking a bit of action so that you can build this upward spiral, okay? So start getting leads for later in the night. For example, at that stage, I would, I would talk to a few girls, and I would plant some seeds. So I would plant a few seeds, maybe grab a few Instagrams for later. And I would, I would just plant some seeds and test the waters. And then I would, I would just tell them, I would just tell them, hey, see you later. I have to join my friends. And that way, later on, at the second part of the night, I can reapproach these girls because I've already talked with them in the first part of the night. So it's easier to reapproach them later and then pull them. But I would just plant some seeds. This is, this is what I do. So so don't try to isolate the girl from the get-go or try to pull the girl right away from her friends. It's still early. Take your time, get a few Instagrams if you want, plant a few seeds, and um, if you can, try to introduce your friends to her friends. Try to merge with the groups together. Try to push your own buttons, and, uh, and that's it. That's the first part of the night. 
And so in the first part of the night, you want to focus on meeting a few beautiful girls and try to talk to everyone, try to build your fun. Even sometimes I would talk to unattractive girls just for fun, you know? Like if I see, I don't know, a fat girl that seems fun, um, I can talk with her, I don't care, you know? I'm just, I, I just talk to people. I just socialize, talk to people. And usually, I mean, there's a lot of hot girls who are also with girls who are kind of unattractive, but I would still talk to them like just, just for fun, you know? But the goal is to plant some seeds, work the venue, and befriend people, you know? Now, during the second part of the night, people have been letting loose already. So, for example, in Paris, it, it would already be like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And so people are more free, they're more social at this point. They usually had plenty of drinks. Uh, they're in a social state and they're more adventurous, like they're more open to socializing. And it's like a video game at this point. Like you can, you can do anything, like you can just engineer situations quickly. You know, now what you need to do at that stage is you want to use the momentum you've already built in the first part of the night to keep taking action and to commit to an interaction and focus on moving that interaction forward. So try to think which one of these girls is the best candidate for tonight uh, in terms of how fun she is, in terms of how available she is, in terms of uh, her logistics, in terms of her friends. Like try to commit to a girl you like. So what you can do is you can use the, the leads you seeded before uh, in the first part of the night. You can reapproach some girls you've already approached uh, before. But you want to commit to an interaction. It's very important. Okay, and you want to screen for availability. You want to screen for logistics. Like you want to ask her, who are you here with? How do you guys know each other? Um, if you're not sure if she's single, ask her, like, are you married, by the way, or are you single? Like, you want to be sure that it's the right candidate. She has to be single, she has to have great logistics, um, and, and you want to commit to a specific girl, okay? Very, very important. Now, at some point, you also want to move her around the venue. So, let's say you met her in the dance floor, then after a few minutes, you want to move her to the bar. Then after a few minutes, you want to move her to the smoking area and then go to the dance floor again. Maybe make out a little bit there. Then go back to the, the smoking area, talk a bit more. And then at some point, you want to also seed the pool. You want to start talking to her about a potential after party, a potential activity you guys can do later. Maybe it's for food. Maybe it's to, to have another glass of wine. Maybe it's to show her like a nice view. But you want to start seeding the pool in the second part of the night as well. Now, a lot of guys here, what they're going to do is they're going to get too distracted and they're not going to commit to an interaction. Okay, and there's this great quote, I love this quote, that says, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So once you have something that works, instead of trying to find the next thing, the next girl, the next interaction, stick to it. Stick to a girl, because if you don't stick to a girl and you have this shiny object syndrome, every time you see a hot girl, you try to approach the, the other girl and the other girl, and you think, you think the grass is greener elsewhere every time, then you're gonna lose. Because the thing is, you have to spend at least 20, 30, 40 minutes with the girl for her to feel confident enough uh, to, to come home with you, for, for her to, to trust you enough, to, for her to feel comfort. And so, if you're always, you know, if you're always exiting interactions and you're always approaching new girls without sticking to one, you're gonna lose, okay? Now, here are two factors you need to consider in every interactions, and those are compliance and logistics. 
So compliance refers to the girl's willingness to follow your lead when you suggest an activity. For example, if you tell her, hey, let's go to the bar and you take her hand. If she doesn't follow you, if she's like, oh no, I'm gonna stay with my friends. Oh no, sorry. Well, obviously she's not compliant. If she shows resistance or she fails to comply, then that's a clear indication that she may not be interested or she might have a lot of limiting beliefs or a lot of objections. So it's not necessarily the best girl to focus on. Now, the second factor is logistics. So you have to determine if she's available for future activities and who she's here with and like, how, how did she come here, etc. Because if she's with her dad and her brother, or if she is like, if she has like a bachelorette party and she needs to sleep at her friend's house and she can't really do an after party with you, or she has like logistical problems, like for example, uh, she came by car and she needs to drop off home her friends by car, like she's responsible for dropping home her friends with her car, for example, that's a bit messy. That's not the best situation. So it's very unlikely that you're gonna manage to pull her because there are logistical uh, obstacles getting in the way. But if she is, for example, let's say, uh, ideal situation is, for example, she, she's just traveling here as well. She's just traveling here, she has an Airbnb, uh, she's here with her friends ha having fun. Um, then, yeah, most likely, like you can potentially pull her because she's, she's just here having fun. They have an Airbnb, she's with her friends, you can pull her and whatever. Or maybe she lives here, like she's a resident here uh, in whatever city you're in. She has her own place and she's just, she's just having fun and so it's easy, you know. Um, also, if, if her friends are not depending on her too much, then easier as well. Now, if she makes herself unavailable, it's a clear sign that she's not interested. So if you, if you mention an after party or you mention something you want to do, and she tells you, oh, no, sorry, I don't do that. Or, oh, no, sorry, I'm not interested. Or, oh, I can't or whatever. Then probably it's not the best uh, candidate if you're looking to bring a woman home. Okay. So compliance and logistics are going to be the two key factors that are going to determine whether or not you're going to be able to pull her. Okay. And so as soon as possible, you have to test her compliance. Like after five to ten minutes of me talking to a girl in a nightclub, I'm going to test her compliance. Like if, if I propose drinks at the bar, will she follow my lead? If I propose to go uh, to, the, to the smoking area because it's too loud and I want to talk with her, will she follow me, right? Um, if I'm taking her, uh, let's say I'm grabbing her hand and I want to make her turn around or I, I want to dance with her, is she compliant with that? Is she compliant with my touch, for example? Um, so there's different ways, okay, to, to test for compliance, but you have to ultimately see whether or not like she's following you or not because if she isn't then it's probably an indicator that she's not that interested okay logistics also you have to ask for her logistics um, so very important now in the first parts of the night as i said it's important to run volume and approach a lot of women so that you have enough of a sample size uh, of, of women that you're talking to and you can plant seeds uh, for later and that way also you can quickly identify who is a potential candidate for a one-night stand or for an adventure that night and who isn't uh, the right candidate for you know a one-night stand or an adventure that night okay sometimes the first woman you're gonna approach is gonna be the woman you're gonna pull but sometimes it's gonna take you to approach three five ten fifteen girls before you actually find the one uh, that's gonna be the right candidate and that's gonna be instantly hooked and that's gonna wanna um, have something with you and have an after party with you later. Okay. 
Now remember, you have to be assertive in your leadership. So don't ask her like, oh, hey, do you want to grab a drink with me at the bar? Like assume it, like ju just say, hey, let's go to the bar. I want to grab a drink and just take her with you, lead, okay? And whenever I lead a woman in the club, I always take her hand. So hey, take my hand or hey, uh, I, I don't even say take my hand. I just, I just grab her hand and we, we go. Now with time, with experience, you're also going to learn how to convert maybe girls into yes girls. Um, but for now, focus on efficiency and make the most out of your time and try to pull the girls who are truly into you from the get-go. Now, for the past eight years, I've been helping men from over 39 countries to skyrocket their dating lives. I've helped guys who are entrepreneurs, professionals, engineers, doctors. I've helped guys in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 30s, doesn't matter which age, which ethnicity. I've helped hundreds of guys to do this. Actually, every single month, I host boot camps all over the world. So two weeks ago, as I'm speaking, uh, we had a boot camp in Tallinn, Estonia. It was incredible. Um, some of my clients pulled. I pulled myself. Uh, it was great. Um, and um, I'll, I'll do maybe another video on how I pulled some of the girls I pulled. But it's it, you, you'll see it's interesting. Sometimes like just by engineering serendipity and taking chances, you can make crazy situations happen. Uh, and out of nothing, you can create something beautiful. Uh, you can create beautiful situations. Um, and so... I've helped hundreds of guys to do this. And if you're serious, um, as you know, I have my dating accelerator mentoring program uh, that can absolutely help you uh, to get to the next level uh, if you're looking to improve your dating life. So if you're looking to get one to three dates a week or you're looking to have a consistent, predictable system uh, to generate dates or you want to potentially have a long-term partner but you want to date a few ones first, then the dating accelerator mentoring is the best choice for you. Now, if you're also serious, and you want to come in real life with me, then you come on a boot camp. So a boot camp is basically a three-day program where for three days we're going to go out together, we're going to meet women together, we're going to go to some of the best venues, some of the best restaurants, we're going to go out during daytime and nighttime, so it's not just nighttime, uh, and it's going to total 18 hours of coaching. So we're going to spend like around at least six hours a day together every single day uh, for three days, including daytime and nighttime and um, so that's really going to be a very immersive experience. Uh, actually, I can show you here. Now, by the way, the stuff I shared in this video about the nightclub seduction system, that's only 1% of some of the things we cover inside the Dating Accelerator. Like inside the Dating Accelerator, every single week, we're going to tackle specific systems, not just nighttime systems, like everything. Cold approach, mindset, female psychology, frame, uh, social circle, online, Instagram, everything everything verbal systems like exactly what to say and, and all of that like everything okay now in week five that's the week where we're going to cover the nightclub seduction system there and so what what i covered today with you that's only one percent of what i share inside my programs okay so if you already enjoyed uh some of the things i shared and you got some value out of it then i mean you're gonna hallucinate uh when you get inside the day next already. Now what's good is on top of the program, we have calls every week. We also have the circle. So the circle is our network. You're going to join the network uh, with guys all over the world. We have guys in the US, we have guys in Canada, we have guys all over Europe, um, in Asia. We have guys all over the world. And every day we talk about business, we talk about making money, we talk about dating, lifestyle, fitness. So it's a, it's a network that you join as well. Uh, that's what's good with the program. Now, what I wanted to say is every single uh, month or two, I organize a boot camp. So the next one is going to be in Belgrade, 
The other one is going to be in Ibiza and the other one is going to be in Dubai this year. But check out this page like higherselfcircle.com slash uplevel. Okay, higherselfcircle.com slash uplevel. And that way you can check out all of my upcoming boot camps. So even if you watch this video one year from now, two years from now, three years from now, hopefully if I'm still alive and I'm still doing this, uh, you'll see my upcoming boot camps. Okay, uh, you'll see that on this page. So as I'm speaking, we have one in Belgrade in September for three days. Uh, we have one in Ibiza. Ibiza is the is the party town in Europe. Uh, and obviously Ibiza is crazy. I mean, it's going to be a crazy boot camp there. So that's the 7th, 8th and 9th of October. And then we have one in Dubai in November. Okay, Dubai is also crazy. So we have all these boot camps. Um, and honestly, I want to meet you in real life. You know, I, I, I like those online programs. I like the Data Accelerator. I like mentoring you guys in uh, like online. But what I prefer is meeting you face to face and doing this face to face together. Uh, and you'll see that it's a completely different uh, dynamic. It's a completely different game. And um, you know, the nuances that you learn in those live programs are gonna be paying dividends for the rest of your life. Like those are gonna, li those are gonna last a lifetime. And the, the epiphanies you're gonna have um, are gonna, um, yeah, they're gonna impact the way you interact with women for the rest of your life. Um, and plus we're gonna network together or we're gonna be great friends together because obviously we're gonna meet in real life, gonna travel together in those cities. So we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's gonna be very memorable. So if you're serious, um, just DM me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram just got verified by the way. Uh, so just, you know, follow me, DM me on Instagram, the word uh, bootcamp if you're interested for a bootcamp. Otherwise, DM me the word uh, dates if you wanna get dates and potentially um, use some of these systems. Um, and yeah, I'll see you on the other side. Otherwise, what you can do is there's also gonna be a link in the description to book a call. You can just book a call directly with myself and uh, or someone from my team and that way we can discuss together uh, on a Zoom call and we can, um, we can see what's best for you based on your goals, based on your situation.